yeah, no, this is going to be a statistical analysis podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Hey, fuck you. I was uh, going to introduce it. And we're going to track. I'm the real host. We're going to track. Hi, everybody. Who's... My name's Haley. Gonna... This is Zone of Proof that I host with uh, my friend Ryan. This is Ryan. Say hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. And in case you didn't understand what Haley said, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It's called Zone of Proof. I came up with that one. Uh, he did come up with that one. Welcome. It's the only good idea he's ever had in his life. Yep, but more to come, hopefully. Well, That's we'll not see. true. We just steal content from the McElroys, who are really gifted and talented, and we say things about it that are not gifted and talented. Well, what do you know? We found something that we can agree upon in this very troubling time for us. This very tumultuous start to our, our wonderful <laughs> what podcast. What the first and last episode <laughs> of the Zone of Proof. Okay, so let's let's talk about the Adventure Zone. You all know the Adventure Zone. It's probably why you're here, and just a brief warning, if you haven't listened through episode 55 of the Adventure Zone, the Suffering Game Chapter 5, you might want to turn this podcast off right now, because it's about to get spoilery. If we spoil you, we'll kill ourselves. We'll do it. That's an agreement that we've signed together. Um, so please don't make us do that. Please don't make us do that. Please. Okay. Let's okay. Let's get down to business. Okay. What was your favorite part of the episode, Ryan? Oh. I'll tell you what mine was. Yeah, you do that first. Okay. I really liked it when Taco got just a little bit uglier. That really did it for me. I was like, wow, relatable. Now he has to do magic makeup all the time. Now, did he fix himself with his, uh, with his disguise self spell? Is he back to, like, the whole Taco? Yeah. The full enchilada, one might say. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. no. So here's what I was thinking of. Because Magnus can still see how ugly he is. Magnus has <laughs> the true sight on. How completely average well, he is. Yeah, he's not ugly. That would be wrong to say. But he is mm -hmm. just average. And for Taco, that's... What if that's... God was one of us? <laughs> I think God is actually Griffin in this one. Well, that, that was your favorite part of the episode. So now I gotta come up with something that you'd believe was my favorite part uh oh so good luck i guess my favorite part and this part really kind of touched me a little bit was when merle spun the wheel after magnus took his penalty uh, and the yeah. elves were like you gotta lose your memories of your birth of your kids and merle was like take the penalty just immediately immediately oh. really cares for his kids maybe the one thing he does care about i'm not even sure if he cares about the thb the Trace Horny Boys. That's the group name. Um, didn't... sweetie, did you think that I didn't know what you meant? No, I, that was for our audience. Oh, I see. Yeah. I Which forget that thousands is, of people are listening Griffin. to this at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you, you, sh you should forget that thing you said, because only Griffin is going to hear this one. Yeah, this is, we're just going to email this to Griffin, we've decided. Hi, Griffin. Yeah. The Zone Griffin, of Proof. You... Download it at Griffin's, Griffin's email, email. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ryan. So, back to what I was saying about Taco getting just just, oh, just a little bit more average. Did you notice that Justin said nothing for so long after Griffin presented him with that option? Just like, just very, very contemplative. And I thought that that was just like... Oh, man. Is he going to take the penalty? 
I, but then he didn't. I saw it more as like dumbstruck. Like, how could you? I spin the <laughs> wheel, I get this, and you offer me the loss of my beauty? Come mm-hmm. on. It's like the one thing Taco cares about. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, himself. I would say that. So. <laughs> Aw. I think he likes his boys. Does he? Don't you think? Yeah. I don't know, because he really doesn't seem to like Merle that much. It's like a... You know how sometimes it's fun to not like somebody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? That's what Taco's doing, though? But that would just be for him to be having fun, though. But, okay. You can't tell me that, like, after 55 episodes that, like, Taco hasn't warmed up a little bit. He's He's got a... Remember when he stole that silverware from Angus, and then he's like, <laughs> I feel bad about this. I should probably really teach good. this kid magic. He has, like, a personal... At the very least, he has, like, this kind of personal honor about him. I saw a theory on the Adventure Zone Reddit that was like, Angus is a dragon boy. That's, <laughs> that's why he's such a good detective. He's a disguised dragon, and his grandpa... He doesn't know his grandpa's name... Because his grandpa has forgotten his own name. Because he's oh. an old dragon boy, man. You think dragons get Alzheimer's? <laughs> That's a horrible thought. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. No, see, the appeal of Angus is that he's just a normal boy. He's a normal, he's an extraordinary boy. He and really he's, is. He's, he's a just, bit of a hungry boy. <laughs> a little bit of a hungry boy. <laughs> Angus is great. We need yeah. more Angus. Where's Angus in this arc? Oh, sorry. Your Stones of Far Speech don't work. Guess oh. we're not having your best favorite character. Mm-hmm. Why can't it show. be? <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're starting the podcast over. Welcome to Zone of Angus. This is an Angus podcast. It's all about Angus, not the meat. Don't get confused. No. I'm talking about the boy who the meat was named after. Oh, that's because true. Because everyone likes Angus so much. Uh, okay. Um, where, where were you going with that one? Um, I was thinking, like, so, no, I guess this podcast isn't taking place in the past. It's like an alternate present. Because it's like, Lucas can see into all the other worlds and see, like, what computers and stuff are. Lucas is listening to this right now. That's a little fucked up. <laughs> Hi, Lucas. I don't like you. I love Lucas. Uh... Our first that's my, major disagreement. That's my favorite sitcom. I love Lucas. <laughs> Lucas is such a baby boy. He is. Weren't we talking about episode 55 of the Suffering Game? Yes, Chapter five? look. Okay, let's oh, focus. We, we need got sidetracked to... by Angus again. So, in the start of the episode... Okay, so episode 54 cuts off, and the two lich elves... Oh, spoiler, they're liches! Cam oh, was fuck. right. Hashtag Cam was right all along. Uh, Justice for Cam. It's for real though. Cam did nothing wrong. We'll get to that later. But Cam did nothing wrong. And those of you who were like, "Oh, I bet Cam is totally an evil plant of the liches," like, no, fuck you. I knew it all along. You were wrong. I can't document that claim. But okay. So the start of the episode. They're in the the dating show. I believe it was called Heart Attack. Oh yes. They're and the then end- yeah. And our friend Red Rope was holding Travis's hand and whispering sweet nothings in Thieves' Camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Red Rope was doing the Thieves' Camp 
on Magnus's hand, and the the episode fifty four ends when Taco casts True Sight on Magnus, and then Magnus can see like, oh shit, all the people in the audience are actually like mannequins with no faces, yeah. and they're being animated by that black smoke, and the elves are actually like hooded liches with like red energy pouring out of their face holes or like glowing in their face holes, something like that, and uh-huh. then he sees the red robe, and the red robe is siphoning like... off. Like a yeah. little, mm, just He's a just little, like, mm, yum, yum, yum. a little Delicious. trickle of that of that necrotic energy, mm-hmm. uh, which and we'll discuss like, what he's gonna do with it. Be cool, that. be cool, yeah, yeah, Magnus. Yeah. He puts he, he puts a bony, wizened finger to his lips. So his, his ghost lips, his yeah, skeleton lips, his lich lips, his li- lips. <laughs> 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 you can't you can't combine lich and lips super well. His lich lips. We'll find a way. Lich chip? That's the objective of. That's the end game for our podcast. I think so. By the end of this arc, we have to figure it out. Anyways. Taco and then... wants to make tacos. We want to make lich chips. <laughs> Delicious. Mm. Delicious. Anyways. <laughs> um. So then that happens. And then... uh, Does anybody win the heart attack thing? Uh, No, no. Actually, what happens is... The two elves who are actually liches... I don't know what to call them. I'm going to call them the liches... Uh-huh. Because that's better. It just gets kind of confusing because the red robe is also a lich. But we can call him red robe. Anyways, the two liches are like, okay, game's over. No one wins. It's a draw. And they're like, we we learned what we needed to know. Which makes me think that the liches just like put them in this game. Because they won the trust or forsake game, which is why they had to play heart attack in the first place. It makes yes. me think the yes, liches yes. put them in this game just so they could figure out like what fucks them up. So they could make their next punishments like hit a little harder, mm-hmm. uh, which they did, I think. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they get out of there. The game ends, and they just leave. Uh, I think Magnus like takes an arm off of one of the <laughs> off of one of the marionettes. And, <laughs> the like, only the... good thing to happen in Wonderland for the yeah. boys. Oh man, I'm just glad that whole scene was was done and over with. Because like when Taco casted Tasha's hideous laughter on the big mannequin like behind the uh-huh. screen that was fucked like its head came off yeah and it was laughing at that that was some spooky shit oh you're so attuned to the occult ryan yeah so i sensitive. wanted the boys to get out of there <laughs> i was worried i can't listen to that part like in the dark <laughs> no i believe it <laughs> that was you know that's true yes oh that was a rough one Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, cool. I wish I could draw so that I could, could I, I could draw this and send it to Ryan and make him cry. I would have cried. I'm glad you can't draw. <laughs> so what happens after that? So they leave the room and they go into... They do the spinny thing. Yeah, they go to the wheel again. And the boys are getting real sick of the wheel, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What is the first spin where Magnus decides... To take the penalty. Oh yeah, you'll lose a fight. Yeah. This one that was such a weird one for me because it landed on sword, which uh-huh. they hadn't done yet. And the, when the witches said you're gonna lose a fight, I thought my initial assumption was, oh, just some fight like later in his life he's gonna yes. lose that he should have yeah, won. Yeah, but then they started talking about the past. Yeah, that was I don't so think that dumb. that was the intent of of. I don't think that was what Griffin meant. But Griffin was the one, like, saying it, so I'm not sure. Oh. 
that one very much confused me because I think a much harsher punishment is like you're gonna lose a fight in the future that you should have by all rights won. Yes. In the past, it's like something unknown is gonna happen, or yeah. you'll just like forget about a fight that you won, and there could be consequences to that. But he he anyways. Yeah, he and it's a... like I feel like that would not go well with the Raven Queen and Istis, who's all about like. Don't fuck with the past and waggling her finger like, don't do it. Yeah, I mean, that that's true. I just don't think that Magnus took that into consideration mm-hmm. when making his decision. I think he just rejected it based on, like, what if the fight is, like, the one with Sloan? The Raven's Roost one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. That was the first segment of uh, Haley's internet cutout, and Ryan makes a monologue, hopefully. I didn't. I, kinda like, I didn't really say much, though. Oh, well, that's very disappointing, and I hope that you live up to our viewers' expectations in the future. I don't. I don't think they're gonna hear that part. So, Griffin's so disappointed in you right now. Oh, jeez. I don't know if I can keep going with Griffin <laughs> being disappointed. Who is, of course, gonna listen to the whole podcast many times. Yeah, for sure. He'll be addicted to our fan cast of his podcast that we're addicted to. Mm-hmm. It's like a real Stephanie Myers uh, and the person who wrote Fifty Shades situation. I don't know who wrote Fifty Shades. I don't want to know. Okay. Stephanie, she's the Twilight one, right? Yeah. You know how Fifty Shades was Twilight fanfiction? And then it's like, yeah, it's like if Twilight... If Stephanie Myers wrote a fan fiction of Fifty Shades, then they could just like keep sustaining each other in an endless loop of of content. Mm. Yeah, I'd read that. <laughs> <laughs> How many times removed would you have to go before you? This is an Adventure Zone podcast, so we're... let's talk about the Adventure Zone actually. So where we left off uh, before Haley disconnected was, I believe, they went into the room, they did the spins, Magnus took the penalty. And when that happened, I was really worried. I thought the penalty was going to be something big. Yeah, like you lose your leg or something. Yeah, like, hey, the penalty, you're Cam now. (laughs) You're (laughs) just a floating head. Good luck. Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe the penalty is, like, you just can't spin again. Mm. Like, you take the penalty, and all the other spins have to be on... (gasps) That would have been awesome. Your buds, yeah. Wouldn't that have been... Magnus would have felt so shitty. Yes. He would have been crushed. Mm, That black smoke, though. There would have been a lot oozing out of that Uh face. But, uh, no, he takes a penalty, and just another dot appears, I guess, that they have to... Yeah, they they have have to to keep going through Wonderland. This arc just got a little longer, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so apparently the penalty is just like, well, now you gotta get two spins for that one that you declined, which, like, doesn't seem worth it ever, but mm-hmm. I guess it was worth it to Magnet. And then Merle spins, and like I said earlier, Merle spins, and he gets mined, and, right, he gets mined? Yeah. Yeah, he gets mined, and then the liches are like, nah, you're gonna not know your kids anymore. And Merle takes the penalty, so then there are six. Yeah, without hesitation. Like, yes. Yeah. Now, do we know, because the next five go pretty quickly. What are the next five? Oh, yeah, Magnus lost the memories of Governor Kaylin. Oh, yeah. And there was that I wanted sick to talk moment. about that. That was so cool. Uh huh. Magnus is like, if you see him, just kill him. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, my God. Magnus has a dark side. But it's not actually dark. He's just getting revenge. Whatever. Yeah. 
I thought it was endearing how Taco yeah. said that, oh, we'll loot his body for you. <laughs> so <laughs> Can we loot his body? It's like, yeah, well, you can do whatever you want after you kill him. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Merle is like, resurrect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good healer. Ooh, yeah, what about Merle just his spells being a little bit weaker? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like the liches are canceling out Pan's domain or something. Yep. I don't know anything about, like, D&D canon, so I don't know how liches are supposed to work in proper, which I don't think is, like, that big of a deal, considering how yeah. the boys don't really play too tight with the rules. So, yeah, probably doesn't so matter that much. I, I guess, I know a little bit about D&D canon, I've played some before, uh, and liches shouldn't have an effect on, like... Merle's powers. I mean, liches, they're explained in the podcast, are like wizards who just yeah, bound, yeah, yeah. bound their souls like to a, magic. Yeah, it's like a Voldemort thing. It's like a Horcrux yeah. or something. Yeah, sort of. But like way more volatile. Yeah. Uh, but these liches are making it work because they got that animus spell to like control the suffering emotions. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Hmm. I think the only explanation I can really give, like, the healing was obviously worse slash didn't work because they were in Wonderland. Yes. Uh, but I think, for example, what what's that that spell he cast? Della Reese? Yeah. Yes. The Guardian and it takes her Faith. a little while to get there. Yeah, and it takes her, like, the whole turn to show up. Mm-hmm. I think that could be because Merle is being, like, very nonchalant about his faith. Well... I guess that could be. I don't know if that would, like, fit in with, like, where this arc is going. I could see that maybe happening in the 11th hour when he's like, yeah, sure, I'll worship Istis. <laughs> Fuck Pan, am I right? Yeah, and a finger just falls off. Yeah, but I think that it's probably an effect of the Animus spell, insofar as the Animus spell is Griffin's license to do weird stuff with Lich powers. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. What gives me pause with that one is Griffin said, like, before this arc, this is going to be real. You know, the boys mm-hmm. are actually going to be challenged now. Like, they haven't really been. I mean... The boys are back in town, and it, they're in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a good way of putting it. Even, like, in the 11th hour, you know, you had Rockport Limited. That was, like, a very easy arc. You had Pedals mm-hmm. to the Metal. That was, like, pretty easy. And kind of like a canned fight at the end, where Taco's number yes. staff is just like, let me win the fight for you. Uh, Crystal Kingdom was like pretty easy. There weren't a lot of challenges thrown at the boys. And then even the 11th hour, like, yeah, they died a bunch of times. But as far as I could tell, it was like set up to be infinite do-overs. And the only reason... Yeah. The only reason that June kept showing up like looking worse and worse is to give them a sense of urgency... It wasn't, like, mechanically... Oh, you think she was faking? No, 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 I think... Oh, you mean, like, that's Griffin's way of getting them to, like, hurry the fuck up? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's Griffin's way of making sure that, like, Taco doesn't just go chill with Paloma every single time. (laughs) You know? They're not just like, well, we can stay in refuge forever, I guess. God, that was such a good arc, though. It was so good! I loved the 11th hour. I loved the music. It was, like... It was twangy and and I could I could 
picture everything so clearly in my head. Yeah, it's pretty great. Anyways, back to the suffering game. Which, hey, people out there who think it's not a good arc, shut up. <laughs> it's good. Oh, could you shots do better? Hey, fired. hey, Mr. DM, could you do better? Have you? Doubt it. <laughs> I've played more than a few campaigns myself. I've DM'd a campaign. I can't do better than Griffin. I haven't seen someone who's who's done better than Griffin. So I'm sure Griffin <laughs> really appreciates you telling all of these people oh, who shoot. aren't listening. Yeah, I forgot. Griffin was the only person who's gonna hear this. Yeah. Alright. That's really like I'm sure he's just like blushing right now. Probably. He's like, oh Ryan, thank you. Maybe a little red, huh, Griffin? It's okay. <laughs> Shoot me an email. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You already know my address because it's it's on like the return thing from the email that I sent you. Mm. Anyways. Anyway. How does the arc end? The arc? Uh sorry. Uh we we don't know that yet. The episode. <laughs> or do we? <laughs> dun dun dun. Oh. Keep listening to find out secret <laughs> preview spoilers for the suffering game. <laughs> uh, we can talk about how we think it's gonna end later, but the episode ends, yeah. they spin the wheel again, I forget what because Magnus took a lot, and he got yeah. one where he forgets. I think Magnus took three, Merle took two, and Taco took the one. Yeah, that takes <laughs> Taco took the worst one. Yeah, exactly. But I don't remember, and they're not that significant, I don't think. Uh, and then they go through the next door, because they're done with the wheel. And yeah. they have Trust or Forsake, and they pick Trust. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, yeah, and didn't the other people pick trust? Yeah, and the other or people was that before? also picked trust. No, so mm -hmm. the first one, they picked trust, the others picked forsake. The next one, yeah. they picked forsake, the others picked trust. And, the and then this trust. time, it was yeah. double trust. Nice. Which means they fight the weakest the version, version of the boss. Mm -hmm. And then they go through the next door. Oh, boy. That one was a doozy. <laughs> Welcome back to another installment of... <laughs> of Haley's internet disconnected, and now we're back. Yeah, I think it was yours. It might have been mine, though. Mm. This one did have kind of a different flavor than our other Skype disconnects, mm. so... Yeah, it was a little tangy. Mm. <laughs> it, the video frame, like, paused at, like, perfectly at you. You were like a model drinking your orange juice. Like, just like, that's mm, so sad. I'm, oh, I'm quite angry actually that you got to see that for very long, like 10 it's seconds. It's meant to just be one frame, you know? Like, you could hurt your eyes. Mm hmm. It's like Icarus, but instead of flying, it's like looking at your friend. Mm hmm. Anyways, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> trust or forsake, they pick trust, the other people pick trust, which, okay, let's, let's get one thing straight. Griffin is rolling dice to see yeah. if they pick trust or forsake. Okay. Oh, are people getting mad like he's he's doing the outcomes uh, according to his dark needs? Yeah, apparently I think that's not true. Uh, yeah, you can hear him rolling the dice. Yeah, I, I guess mean, that could just be like foley work, him pretending. Yeah, he could be pretending, but I trust you, Griffin. I trust you. Yeah, I pick trust. Yeah, I. <laughs> if, if me and Ryan were in the suffering game, I'd we'd pick both pick forsake. trust. <laughs> you would pick forsake on me uh, forsake is like the better pick but 
I don't think that's how they're going to win the game, though. I don't I think, think it matters. Like... I think the only way to win the game is not to play it. Ooh. So I don't think, like, the trust or forsake pick actually is going to end up mattering. Even though, like, Griffin did hint at it, though, and that's so frustrating because I think he was just, like, mind gaming them when Cam is uh -huh. like, y you know, you have to pick forsake, right? <laughs> like, it's the it's the only choice. I'm like, God damn it, uh -huh. Cam. That's when I was like, maybe Cam is evil. But no, mm -hmm. no, Cam is a good boy. We'll get to that, though. Cam's oh. a good boy. Is Lucretia a good girl? Dun, 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 dun. Dun. I don't think so. But we'll leave that for another installment of Zone of Proof. <laughs> That's the name of the show. Don't forget it, please. We're going to inject some lawyer jokes, so look forward to those in the coming weeks. Or minutes. Who knows? <laughs> I'll see what I can whip up. Uh -huh. Okay, so they pick trust. The other people pick trust, which leads me to believe. Here's what I think is happening. The first one was kind of weird because it was just like two halflings we've never seen before. I think that was just meant to like throw the boys off yeah to like depersonalize them to the process yeah and then when they get the people that they were traveling with the little the the prince dude they're they can be like oh no i didn't know we could forsake those guys yeah. even though they went Lord into the game Artemis too sterling <laughs> uh, who is not doing so hot right now no now he's a, like a man boy Oh, I bet he was, like, just spewing all of the black fumes just constantly. He was. He's the one thing, like, keeping Wonderland alive. <laughs> yep. Wonderland was created when he was born, and now he's finally <laughs> come home. They have to kill him. That's how the arc ends. Yeah, and then the suffering game will collapse. If they had done it back in the Felicity Wilds, we never would have had all this. This mm -hmm. is on you, THB. Okay, but... <laughs> Uh, where was I going with this? I think he's, like, rolling to see which person is the one who gets to pick. You know? Uh, that's what he was doing at one point, and then Taco and Merle got it, and then he's like, well, I was doing it to... I, w I was rolling to see who would get to choose, but then he decided that Magnus should be, because the other two boys got to. Oh, yeah, 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 right. I meant for the people that we can't see. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he's probably got, like, a, a backlog of characters. Yeah. Um, and, like, for example, if it's that party of three with Lord Artemis Sterling and his two buds, Rowan, and I forget the lady's name, and I feel really bad because I know it was a cool name. I just can't mm -hmm. remember it right now. It was weeks ago. It was weeks we're, ago. We're buzzy. But, we're busy people. I mean, we're also buzzy people. We're bee people. <laughs> you can't see it, so you can't verify. We both look just like the spitting image of jerry seinfeld in his late mm -hmm. 40s mm -hmm. you're not gonna like it when you see us but no they're never gonna see us i'm really really self-conscious <laughs> if they see us it'll be the last thing they see <laughs> <laughs> we're right uh, behind you Griffin. yes <laughs> <laughs> uh stop laughing stop okay laughing. Yeah. we're not done with our academic work that's true so they they get trust, and the other people get trust. They go through, and then they're fighting some boss-like machine. I remember what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Cam is like, throw me the wand, and he floats. And he's yeah. like, heads up, and I'm like, groan. I thought it was really good. That's your opinion. When he made that head, <laughs> I'm liking the head puns, the dome puns. 
I, it was a little bit cheap. I like, I like a little bit more quality. It was a little, hey, I'll take head puns coming from Cam other than, like, over him gnawing on his fucking beef jerky. Just (laughs) like little chunks of meat flying everywhere. It's like the juice dribbling down his chin. Why would there be juice? It's jerky. It's dry. But maybe he's just so excited that he's just salivating so much. Yeah, it's Cam's juice. (laughs) Cam juice. Fill yourself up with a tall glass of Cam juice. This episode of Zone Approved, sponsored by Cam Juice. Cam Juice. It's what's for dinner. (laughs) It must be really thick. Yeah. Oh, it is viscous. Uh, Okay. Yeah, that's how the episode ends. Then we're gonna, I assume, next episode we're probably gonna see Cam be kind of badass as he was once Lucretia's partner. And Lucretia, insofar as we know, is also pretty badass having started the Bureau of Balance She's probably pretty magical. Here's the thing, though. As. Maybe Lucretia isn't evil because Cam states that he was only hired by her to escort her through Wonderland. So Lucretia did not have, like, a deep connection with Cam. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, it was bad to sell him out, but, like, that was the only way she could get out. Because they played. Oh. Oh, shit! You know what we skipped? What? They did a bonus round. Uh, I do remember the phrase bonus round. I don't remember what happened in it. Okay. So before, I think this was before they did the wheel. Oh, did that, did that, was that the healing transfer? Yes. So they go to the bonus round because the liches are like, you look like you're not having a lot of fun. And they're like, yeah, no Mm -hmm. shit. So they go in the room for their bonus round and it's like escape game healing game mm-hmm. and recovery game and yes. i'm getting really excited for escape game and then they're yes. like oh one of you has already played the escape <laughs> game and it goes poof and they can't play it and i'm very upset so they chose the healing game which oh my god it was so choice when magnus went wait is this going to be like a game where one of us wins and the other one loses? Because Cam was like, yeah, we played the escape game and Lucretia got out, but I got <laughs> stuck in here. That's how Cam thought. Uh, yeah, exactly. Magnus... You're doing so good with these voices. Thank you very much. You could be Griffin. Oh. If Griffin dies in a mysterious Jerry Seinfeld accident, who would know? <laughs> if Griffin is reduced to naught but bone... By a swarm of thousands of bees? <laughs> Who but me would replace him? <laughs> think about it. Okay, let's not think about that. Because now I'm getting nervous this is, again. This <laughs> is very... This is, Griffin's our only audience, so maybe we should keep this one kind of on wraps. Don't turn this off. Don't turn this mail off. It to, <laughs> mail it to him posthumously. Is that how you pronounce that word? Yeah, with just a little, just a little bit of anthrax in the envelope. Oh gosh, <laughs> mailing a the concept of mailing a podcast is the funniest part of this joke. It really but is. Anyways. You put it on a CD. <laughs> hey Griffin, put this in your Mac. Hope shut it's up. not. Shut up. Talk made. about the game. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be a really good one, but you cut me off. Save it. Save it for the next episode. Uh-huh. <sighs>
So back to the suffering game. Mm-hmm. The, the, the healing game. Yeah. Magnus calls him out. Magnus is like, is this going to be a bonus round where one of us wins and the others mm-hmm. of us lose? And the elf is, is like, lose maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I don't know. And that killed me. The elves are so, <laughs> The liches are just fucking with them. Like when Merle uh-huh. is... Like when Merle got Chance and he's putting the things on the platform to like see if it's enough. And the I elf is know, like, that is was that so all good. you're putting on this? <laughs> wow. Oh, so, so good. Mm-hmm. I really like the liches. They have character. I weren't. I wish they weren't liches. Yeah. Oh. They're kind of mean. They are kind of like... mean. So they play the healing game and Merle gives so much HP to Taco. Yeah, how much again? He, well, he says he's going to give 40, and then Griffin's like, that would kill you, because Merle was at 71 at the time. And then oh, Merle yeah, was like, yeah, nope, yeah. idiot, I meant he's getting 20. Because the way the healing game works is you yes, can yes, trade half. HP, but you only get half of what the other person sends. Yeah, it's like Pokemon, like, Giga Drain rules. Absorb rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and it's And it's very sad. Because Merle gives 20. Doesn't Magnus give like 5 or something? (laughs) Well, yeah. Merle gives 40, I guess. And Taco gets 20. And Taco's Mm -hmm. like, thanks! And then... Yeah. Oh, so good. So good with the voices you are. Magnus is like, man, I guess I have to give some. Because I don't want to look like (laughs) I'm some deadbeat. But Magnus, no, why? Just do what's strategically correct, man. But I appreciate Travis's efforts to get in character because he's like, well, Magnus mm-hmm. has to give something now. So mm-hmm. Magnus gives 10 and Taco gets 5. And it heals. <laughs> and then one of his knees it heals. It heals a skin knee. And then Magnus <laughs> gets two skin knees. <laughs> that was a really good joke. That was amazing. Uh, and another thing Cam, Cam is good. Cam is real good because there's a button mm-hmm. for Cam. <laughs> Because originally Griffin's like, there's yeah, he the has room, four and HP. Everyone has two buttons, and then I forget who brings it up, but someone's like, shouldn't there be a button for Cam? It's like, yeah, there's a button for Cam too, but Cam is like, don't push it. I have hit points, but they're small. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was also a really good joke. Hmm. Um, when Taco was getting averager, and Griffin was describing it to him, and he's like. What's the opposite of je ne sais quoi? I just thought that was really good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, so that's the episode. Let's talk about the next episode, well, where it's going. Hold on, I believe the episode ends. They're fighting the boss machine that makes bosses that they've fought previously out of, like, the smoke. Oh yeah, they're about to fight Magic Brian. They like two hit Magic Brian. So clearly this mm-hmm. is going to be like a fairly easy battle, which it should be because they got double yeah. trust. And mm-hmm. then I think it cuts off when they're fighting Gundren. A flaming yes. Gundren possessed by the Phoenix Fire Gauntlet. Uh-huh. Yes. So that, and, and that's the end of the episode. I didn't... Actually, wait, no, the end was great, because Cam did the thing with his wand that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. see? Oh, that was sweet. I said that already. Yeah, Taco somehow has a spare wand. Yeah, see? Remember very, very early when he used his wand for magic, and then 
uh, in the cave, he found the umbrella, which is probably a lich thing. Like, most certainly a lich thing. Yeah. You're nodding. I agree with it's you. It's totally a lich thing. <laughs> <laughs> the Umberstaff. <laughs> it's a lich thing. <laughs> the Umberstaff. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> for liches, though. Does it eat liches? What does it eat? No. I remember it eating something. It tries to eat Kravitz. <laughs> remember that little scene in the Lunar Interlude? Yeah, so romantic. Kravitz got all skeleton-y and Taka was like, wow. That one almost Beautiful. like made me cry, honestly. What? Why? At what Kra- point? Because Kravitz is like, Taka, were you a lich? Taka's like, no, my dude, I don't think so. And then... <laughs> Justin does it better, but I try my best. And then, that was really good. Okay. It it could have fooled me. Okay. Uh and then Kravitz like turns away and he's like looking for that lich. And then the umber staff mm-hmm. like raises up of its own accord and it's pointing at Kravitz's back and it's about to fire a spell. Taka, what do you do? And he points it upward and it shoots uh-huh. into the sky and I'm like, oh, fireworks taco, yeah kravitz is your favorite taco cared about something yeah taco wants that skeleton dick obviously uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about that on this <laughs> tune in, in a later week for our 18 yes. plus episode of just <laughs> our nc17 episode just all the different ways characters of the adventure zone could get it on yeah, see, Valentine's Day is coming up. It's like, what's that, like next week? Yeah, that's in some days, 12 days. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we'll be recording on that week. Fun fact, this podcast is going to update every two weeks probably. Or whenever we fucking feel like it. Because <laughs> Griffin is our only audience. New podcast every time we feel like it. <laughs> we just ruined our outro segment. Oh, Yeah. I'll edit it out. That's okay. <laughs> edit it out and then back into the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it cuts off with me saying, we ruined our outro segment. And mm-hmm. Griffin will be very confused. But it's okay because yeah. we'll be right behind him to explain it. Hi, Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be like, whoa, two Jerry Seinfelds. My dream come true. <laughs> You're not going to like what's under the trench coats. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Part man, part B. (laughs) (laughs) All Seinfeld. That's right. 100% Jerry. So what do we think is coming up? What is the future of the Wonderland arc? Now, Griffin has stated in a Tumblr post. I think it was Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing it. It was a Tumblr post. Yeah, okay. I read that one too, where he's like, next episode, things are really going to come to a head. Uh, a griffin a griffin <laughs> you did it again buddy and we notice you really do i don't think i noticed in the moment actually <laughs> <laughs> there you go drinking your orange juice again you're not yeah. gonna like what's in i'm not gonna let that juice. slide past the listeners can you edit that Anyways. out no can you just edit out the whole podcast no Griffin will be very okay. disappointed in us. I sent him a like a, a warning email this morning. Saying Did that you it's really? Coming. Yeah. Griffin McElroy at hotmail.com. That's him, right? 
Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not him, right? G. What's his middle name? G. A. McElroy at AOL.gov. AOL.gov. Uh huh. See, the government only. <laughs> The government only uses AOL because it's so primitive that it can't be hacked into anymore. Okay, okay. I hope that the Ark is going to a place where they have to defeat the liches with the power of friendship. I think that that would be narratively satisfying to defeat despair with, like, with love and such. What do you think? Hmm. I like that idea, and I think in my heart that's what I like, too. But... I'm going to go the other route with this one and say that they need to beat the liches with suffering. They need to make the liches suffer by playing this uh-huh. game so badly and so wrong and just doing everything incorrect that the liches Ooh. are suffering themselves. That's like a, a meta narrative. It is. Thing. I'm sure it's wrong. But I had to get it out there. Well, it's feasible, I think, I for think so. the the THB. Here's what I as we're calling them. Here's what I don't want to see, Griffin. <laughs> I do want to see you, but what I don't want to see in your suffering game arc is some fucking MacGuffin come in out of nowhere and save the boys once again. They got to do it themselves this time yeah if cam is the deciding factor in the next fight i will stop listening to your podcast no no you wouldn't i would you love this i love it it's so great (laughs) yeah but it would be kind of like bullshit if they just pulled out an item that they haven't used since (laughs) like episode 12 yes or if cam just goes oh by the way i i didn't mention i'm a level 30 wizard and fucking kills the wonderland all i needed was a wand this whole time no cam no yes well we'll see i want them to band together with all the other wonderland participants and be all like let's all trust each other and then we can get through this thing and uh ultimately end up at the place where you get your prize because everything's been very, very easy. And then they'll all be there and then fuck the liches up. Alternatively, Taco could like get Kravitz to solve things because Kravitz is like a lich hunter or something. Oh shit, that's true. If you know what? Mm-hmm. I rescind my previous opinion. If Kravitz <laughs> Kravitz comes in and kills them all, I'll be fine with that. Yeah. I like Kravitz. I can I just say the concept of having an accent that you only use for work is fucking outstanding. <laughs> I was sad when he dropped the accent. I really liked that. I yes, I was too. The one of the best things about this show is that Griffin uses so many voices. It's like, and even the voices that he uses for girls are like so realistic because he doesn't do like the. Oh, this is, here's my girl voice, my high-pitched girl voice. He just makes it kind of, like, softer, which I really appreciate. And when he he doesn't do the voices, it's just Griffin in the show. I don't want to hear Griffin flirting with Taco. I want to hear Kravitz flirting with Taco and, and having wine and a pottery date with Taco. Yeah. Griffin, step it the fuck up. 
Give it, give Crab, give, give Kravitz another accent. He's got a whole menagerie of accents at this point. I'd like him to go back to the old one, but I think it would be funnier if he had a new accent. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. Kravitz is a very well-traveled man. Being skeleton. There was a question mark at the end of man, if my mm-hmm. inflection didn't convey that one. No, it was pretty good. He's been working for the Raven Queen for a long time. Mm-hmm. So he says. Can we trust yes. Kravitz? Yes, I love him. Does Kravitz work for the Raven Queen? Maybe Kravitz is... Ooh. Angus? <laughs> <laughs> We're on the cutting edge, folks. This is why you listen to this podcast. <laughs> Theories like you've never heard them before. <laughs> Have they ever been in the same place twice? No. <laughs> no, they haven't. I know the question that you meant to ask was, have they ever been in the same place at the same time? But I'm pretty sure Angus has been in the same place twice. Once Angus goes someplace, it's never again the same. So he can never truly return there. I'm really glad that we're talking about Kravitz and Angus in the same conversation because Angus is my favorite and Kravitz is your favorite. I really did ask the wrong question, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. That was quite the blunder. Yes, well. It's okay. I'll edit it out. They've never been se- You won't. <laughs> no, I will. They've never been seen in the same place at the same time. Yes. Is sort of what I meant. I think it would be kind of gross if Taco went on a date with a little boy, though. Or is it? are you saying that Angus is, like, ancient and powerful? Yeah, well, Angus is Kravitz, and Kravitz is Angus, and they're both a dragon man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm so curious to know what the boys will do once they get back to the Bureau, knowing that Lucretia left her bodyguard behind. Oh. Yeah. Magnus is definitely going to be like, what the fuck? And then Lucretia's going to be like, Magnus, <laughs> we know that you broke in and kidnapped two boys. <laughs> what did you do this for? Okay, what's happened to those boys? Are they dead? Yeah, they're dead. They got fucked up by that flying thing when they landed in the forest. And then Magnus was all like, Oops, Oh yeah, by I the guess chimera. I killed those people. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. That's going to be Magnus so much confrontation. Mm-hmm. Dude, Magnus has killed some people. This isn't <laughs> a new thing. You know, for like a lawful good care. Well, let's talk about that. Nobody's Nobody subscribes to D&D alignments in this show. Which is, it's, I like them a lot. Yeah, I feel like that just kind of restricts what a character can be and do. Yes, I, it definitely does, but... It's more like a guideline for your character, not like... Mm-hmm. Hmm. What were they all supposed to be at the start? Um, they never really specified. They didn't bring it up. No, they, they did. Really? Because Mag... Oh, jeez, I could have sworn... I know Taco said he was going to be chaotic good. Mm-hmm. But he plays it more like chaotic neutral. Yeah, S- stealing Angus's grandfather's silverware is not a very good thing to do just not giving a fuck i mean justin has said taco isn't a good person yeah he said that this episode and i was like oh yes you are yeah i mean he'll come around i think the end of the show 
Like, Taco's going to have a very big part to play. And he's going to have to face mm -hmm. his own selfishness. Yeah, I hope so. I Can I just say, I've been really warming up to Merle in the past couple of arcs. Oh, good. Good, I'm so glad. Why? What made you warm up to him? I think the point where Merle got that character development part where he's like, um, he's describing how trapped he felt in his family. And it's like, okay, Magnus gets this backstory where he overthrew a king and like his, his wife got dead and the guy who did it on the run and looking for him at the same time. But, and then Taco got uh, this cooking show backstory that was like really unique and interesting, but like neither of those are super relatable. But Merle's is just like, yeah, been there. And let me just say, if you do relate to either Magnus or Taco's backstory, what are you doing? Stop <laughs> listening to our podcast. Go save the fucking world. <laughs> but if you were like yeah. the world's backstory, you've come to the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and Merle's just like, I was, I was at one time a little bit disappointed that he was just a little bit less, I don't know, a little bit less flamboyant than the other two, I suppose. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit crunchier, a little bit more bland, kind he of a granola kind of character. character. <laughs> but now it's just like he's so comforting and reliable. He just waddles behind yeah. at all times. When you want adventure, you can turn to Taco, you can turn to Magnus. When you want thrills, but when you need just a nice firm hug, also go to Magnus. <laughs> Don't go to Merle. <laughs> Especially not if you need healing. <laughs> I bet Merle's just really smelly. I think like, so. Really yucky. But he, I like that anyways. I'll, I'll look past it. For one of his arms. Do you think that makes him smell better or worse? <laughs> it's like, um, you get like a really nice, like woody kind of flowery smell, but you can definitely still smell like all the dirt and sweat that's caked on him. I don't think that would be too bad. Like dirt and sweat, hmm. Merle has his own ecosystem. I found it in his own body. Wow, he really So it just does. smells like the earth. That's the blessing yeah. of Pan right there. Merle's his own planet. Yeah. Uh -huh. Merle's a fucking <laughs> biosphere unto himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have to shower because every now and then little rain clouds just orbit around him and <laughs> wash him a little bit with some droplets. Uh-huh. Oh, this is so cute. That's I love never that been we created said this. in the show, but it's actually canon. Yeah. Right, Griffin? It's not just my head, can Griffin? <laughs> Griffin? Yeah. Okay. I guess we'd have to go bug Clint about that one. Yeah. I bet he'd respond, too. He has, like, he's really, if you at him on Twitter, he, like, talks to all kinds of people, but I would never bother him. I really like Merle. Yeah. You don't like Magnus very much, huh? I... He's alright. He just seems like the most bland of the three. Mm -hmm. So of the yeah. THB he's my least favorite. Travis has been doing him a lot better though. Yeah. Like around the start of the 11th hour I think is where that changed. Oh, I think that I was starting to be like hmm, interesting when he went like all Mission Impossible in the Bureau. Huh. And he like 
kidnap those boys and talk to Pringles. I mean, yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. I think I liked him in the eleventh hour because he had to be faced with his own mortality. Ah, uh, yes. I just kind of really, made that up. The fact that Magnus is like so nonchalant about like, yeah, I'm gonna die someday. Yeah, I'll take the ten year penalty. I was probably gonna die before I reached that age anyway. Like, that's like, ah, oh, dude. I feel like he may, is maybe sad that his wife is dead and his whole oh, town yeah. is dead. Maybe he just doesn't care about his himself so much. I think deep inside he's just a really sad boy. And he doesn't have a whole lot going for him, so he just puts everything he has into into Other the people. THB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Merle's also sad. He's he must feel like <laughs> a lot of shame about not raising his kids so much. Taco, I think, is pretty good. He's pretty <laughs> chill, I think. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Flashback to the episode where they're talking with the chalice of harmony. And the chalice is showing them the visions, and then at the end, it's like, "So, how do you?" F-? Griffin's like, "So, how you boys feeling?" And Taco's like, "Taco's all good." I'm like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> yeah, right. The one bad thing in his life, and he's like, "Yep, oh, that's fine. Wasn't me." Mhm. Uh, yeah. All right, we should probably wrap this one up. Yeah, this sucker's getting, like, an hour long. I think an hour's, like, around the cutoff point for us. Yes. Okay. Well, folks, thanks for sticking around to, to this horrible, horrible podcast. <laughs> the great this, thing about this... podcast this... that we're calling this, the Zone of Proof. Zone of Proof. What did we prove? A little bit, I think. Our... Hey, Ryan? Yeah? Hey, I've got my hand on the screen right now. Our friendship. Hey, me too. Great. Cool. How'd, how'd that moment work out for you? <laughs>